0: All right, if I could have everybody take your seats. Before we get started with the uh, actual message and everything today, we do have some announcements. Uh, If you are at home, I mean, if you're in person too, you're going to get this. We are doing communion today. So if you are at home and you're watching us online, feel free to go grab a bread and some juice and partake in communion with us. Uh, We'll be doing that shortly, so go now. Uh, Ornaments, uh, our Christmas tree ornaments, the home church Christmas ornaments, are still on sale in the cafe for $5. Today is the last day to purchase them. So there is a mild sense of urgency. If you would like those, run to the cafe and get yourself an ornament Either for next year or if you are like Amanda and I for the next two or three weeks. (laughs) Missions Council is collecting beanies and socks for those in need in our community. So if you have beanies or socks that you would like to donate, you can do it in the foyer trunk. Uh, If you do not have beanies or socks that you would like to donate, that's okay. I think we're collecting them next week too. So you have a whole week to get some beanies, get some socks, and deliver those into the trunk in the foyer. Christmas card box is still hanging on the wall in the missions area, it is still looking pretty full, so please uh, go get your cards so that you can see uh, all the Christmas cheer that was spread to you. Today at 5 p.m. there is a party, thank you. (laughs) For everybody who was involved in the Polar Express play, uh, we have had some amazing testimony come in from people who had seen the play, so God really moved, and we just want to give him praise and celebrate. If you have any questions about the party, you can talk to Pastor Carlos. At this time, we're going to be going into our time of tithes and offerings, and we just want to say a huge thank you to everybody who has been faithful in your tithes and offerings, it keeps the lights on. It keeps us able to do these ministries. Uh, I know December is a tough month sometimes to, <laughs> the, to give, but we have had an amazing December from just our wonderful and faithful congregation, so we just wanted to take some time and say thank you for it. Uh, we do offer three ways that you can give your tithes and offerings. You can do it in person. We have a box at the back of the sanctuary. You can do it online through our website, or you can do it through mail uh, by just... I mean, you guys know how mail works. You (laughs) You can send it by mail. At this time, we're actually going to be entering into our time of communion. So if there's anybody who does not have a communion cup who would like to partake in communion, please raise your hand. And keep the hands raised... And we will have uh, somebody come up and give you a cup. Keep the hands up. Raised, raised, raised. Excellent. And we've got people coming around. All right, nobody else, yes, hands have been up, hands are down. Thank you, ushers, for giving out the communion cups.
1: Amen. We serve a good God, amen? And uh, it's, it's such a beautiful morning to be here with you all. Um, Yesterday, uh, the power might have gone out in your home, but thank God, His power never goes out. Amen. Amen. This morning, we'll be receiving communion, like our brother said, and if you're at home, give you another, a few, just a few moments to, to, uh, to gather your, the elements uh, this morning. If you don't have any bread, check to see if you've got Cheerios you don't got no Cheerios, check to see if you got a donut. Whatever. It's just whatever you got in the cupboard, take it with us this morning. Receive with us this morning. Amen. You know, I was going to read Corinthians, but I just feel led to read this scripture. I want to read this verse that I'm reading this morning. We know what Jesus says. Remember. Remember me. Remember my death, burial, resurrection. But this morning I want to go to Ephesians chapter 5, verses 14. And I'm going to read half the scripture. And then after I read half the verse, Matt, if you'd be, uh, it'd be wonderful if you pray over the, the bread. Ephesians chapter 5, verse 14, it says, Awake, awake, you who sleep, arise from the dead, and Christ will give you light See then that you walk circumspectly, not as fools, but as wise, redeeming the time, because the days are evil. Therefore, do not be unwise, but understand what the will of the Lord is. Do not be drunk with wine, in which is dissipation, but be filled with the Spirit. Speaking to one another in psalms and hymns, spiritual song, singing and making melody in your heart to
0: the Lord. Lord, as we take this bread in remembrance of you the body that you willingly broke for us in place of us, I'm reminded of so many times in the Bible that you have set up points of remembrance and I want and I pray this would not be a time that would go by idly with us that we would truly remember the sacrifice that you have given us that as we take this bread we would remember that it was our role that you filled on the cross so that we could be justified we thank you Lord We love you. Amen.
1: Amen. Verse twenty, giving thanks always for all things to God the Father in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. Submitting to one another in the fear of God. Brother, if you may, you may pray over the, the blood.
0: God, we are so thankful that you were so willing to give up so much for us. And as we take this remembrance of your blood, I ask that we would all remember that there is power in your blood, that there is salvation through you and what you have done alone, that we have been called to be able to partake in that salvation through no real action of our own, that you have done it all, that your blood took care of everything. We thank you so much for the sacrifice that allows us to be in communion with you today. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Amen.
1: Thank you, ma'am. Amen. I ask this time now, if the worship team can come up and join me on stage as we worship the Creator, the King of Kings, and Lord of Lords this morning. We're going to remain seated this morning as we uh, worship right now. Yeah. If you'd like to come down and pray, the altars are open. Um, if you want someone to come pray with you, um, I would encourage you to go, maybe go grab someone and have them come down with you and pray. What a beautiful way to start the new year, just to lay it all at the feet of Jesus. Whatever, Whatever's happened and whatever's going on in life, just, just come clean before God this morning. As our sisters lead us this morning, in the darkness we were waiting without hope, without light, till from heaven you came running, there was mercy in your eyes. Thank God for his mercy, amen? Hallelujah. this morning. If you're sitting at home this morning and you're watching online, stand with us in your living room. Worship God with us this morning. Hallelujah. We worship the God who was. We worship the God who is. We worship the God who evermore will be. He opened the prison doors. He parted the raging sea My God, He holds the victory There's joy
2: There's joy in the house of the Lord There's joy in the house of the Lord today And we won't be quiet We shout out your praise There's joy in the house of the Lord Our God is surely in this place And we won't be quiet We shout out your praise. Oh, Lord. We shout out your praise. Oh, Lord.
1: Mr. Carlos, are you ready? Let's do this. One, two, three, one.
2: Lord today, and we won't be quiet. We shout out your praise There's joy in the house of the Lord, Lord's God is in this place, and we won't be quiet, we shout out your praise. Oh oh oh, we shout out your praise, oh Lord, we say to the God. Who is
1: Upon that cross, and he rose up out that grave. Hear that, but we were once bakers. Can somebody say, man, we were the bakers, and now we're royalty.
2: is not out
1: heavenly father we worship you we praise you we thank you god for another year for a new year you know today is a very special day for me not only because it's new year's and i'm with you all here this morning and this beautiful sunday amen yes but last year a year ago today covid hit me and i was very 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 sick you know they always say that guys when they're sick they're wimps they're the babies and i have to agree with that we are women for some reason women are just tough but i was sick and I'm not going to lie, I was a little scared. I was nervous. I was, I was weak. I was tired. But I remember today a year ago, the church was praying for me. And if you're sick, yes, amen. And if you're sick in body this morning, we have many people out today. One comes to my mind, Majesta. There are people who had surgery. There's people who aren't feeling well today. Let me encourage you and remind you we are here with you in spirit Can somebody say amen? Amen. Amen. And I not only just had COVID, but God, by his grace and mercy, healed me. And I'm here with you this morning to testify that by his grace. I love you, Lord.
2: It never fails me
1: in all my days I've been held in your hand from the moment that I wake up till I lay
2: You have led me through the fire. after me and from my
1: again, Um, and as we do that, I ask my brother, Pastor Pepe, to come down and pray, open us up, and and ask God to be here with us this morning as we get ready to receive what God has to say for us, the first sermon of the year, can somebody say amen? amen, amen, hallelujah, I pray that this sermon speak to you, encourage you, and in a new way, hallelujah. all my life you have
2: been faithful yes you have God and all my
3: por esta maravillosa mañana vestida de blanco gracias Señor por tu bondad gracias porque también bendices la tierra el agua es vida Señor gracias por todas las bendiciones que hemos recibido el año pasado sabemos que este año tenemos más retos Señor pero estamos de tu mano Señor y esperamos que tú nos guíes que tú nos eh, des la luz Señor por la cual debemos eh, conducir nuestros pasos Señor bendícenos en este año sabemos que hay cosas también difíciles que vamos a a, a pasar pero sabemos también que esas cosas tú las tienes en tu control y las vas a convertir las cosas malas en cosas buenas para nuestra vida Gracias Padre por nuestra iglesia, nuestra congregación, la iglesia Home Church Señor, nos bendice mucho, gracias por darnos un líder que nos guía con amor, con entusiasmo, con dedicación. Gracias Padre, gracias por esta bendición que recibimos de ti. Bendice al Pastor Carlos en esta mañana que el mensaje que tienes a a través de él, Señor, llegue a nuestros corazones y salgamos reconfortados, Señor, reconfortados para empezar esta nueva etapa, este nuevo año, con entusiasmo, el entusiasmo que el pastor nos transmite. Gracias, Padre. Oramos en el nombre de tu Hijo, Jesús. Amén.
1: Amen. I'm gonna say one more time. All my life you have been faithful. And all my life, you have been so, so good. With every breath that I am able, oh, I will sing of the goodness of God. All my life, all my life, you've been faithful, I said. And all my life, you have been faithful. Yes, Lord. Dear Heavenly Father You are so good Through the good and through the bad Even if all of life We were dealt the wrong cards Because of sin That entered into this world You are still good Because you loved us so much You sent your one and only son To die for our sins And we are here this morning because of you You are good and we thank you. We worship you. We glorify you. God, I pray. I want to second what Pastor Pepe said. Go before me. Speak before me. Let these words not be my words, but they be your words from heaven above to your people, to your children, to your church. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. 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 You may be seated this morning. Thank you. Hallelujah. Again, if you're joining with us online, Or if this is your first time here, we're so blessed to have you. Welcome to Home Church of the Nazarene. Can somebody say amen? Amen. Yes. Um, I want to preach a sermon I've titled, Wonder to Wonderful uh, for this new year. I want to go to Ephesians chapter 5, verse 14. Ephesians chapter 5, verse 14. If you brought your Bible, say amen. Amen. If you did not bring your Bible, bring your sword next week. Amen. Ephesians chapter 5, verse 14, it says right here. Some might say, arise, O sleeper. My version right here says, awake. Somebody say, awake. Awake. Awake, You who sleep, rise from the dead, and Christ will give you, what's that word? Lights. Lights. Thank you. See then that you walk circumspectly, not as fools, but as wise. What's that next word? Redeeming the time. Some some versions say taking opportunity of the time, depending on what version you're using. Um, because the days are evil, therefore do not be unwise, but understand what the Lord of the but understand the will of the Lord, and do not be drunk with what's that word wine, in which is dissipation, but be filled with the spirit, speaking to one another in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, singing and making melody in your heart to the Lord, giving thanks always for, thi- for all things to God the Father, in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. Verse 21, submitting to one another in the fear of God. Wow. Every time a year passes, time passes. So let me remind you, a new year should give us new opportunity to look at our life just like a job as you take inventory of the shelf, what stays, what needs to go, what's been selling, what's been, what's been hanging on for dear life. We got to look at our lives now, hopefully, this year, today, and we say, I'm going to take inventory of my life and figure out what needs to stay and what needs to get up out of here. What's amazing about a new year that can help us redefine our purpose? Somebody say purpose. purpose. As a people, as a church, are we still on course? A new year can also be helpful as we look at our life's vision. Do we know exactly where we want to be ten years from now? There was a part of me I wanted to ask somebody in the back row right here. I want to ask my brother right here, the Ortiz family. Where do you want to be ten years from now? I wanted to ask some of my brother, my, my brother uh, uh, Mike. Where do you want to be ten years, from, twenty-five years from now? Do you know where you want to be? I was going to do that. Pass the mic around. Where would you like to be ten years from now, twenty-five years from now? But I thought we, we don't just just between you and God. What is your life's vision? Where do you want to be five years from now? Where will you be five years, ten years from now? A new year also gives us the ability to, how do I say this, bury the past. To go into a new future. So please, whatever you're going through this morning, and I don't say this with a with any disrespect. But whatever you're going through this morning, whatever attitude you've got, whatever you're hanging on to, get over it. Amen. Can you look at your neighbor and say, get over it? Get over it. That's, that's, that's someone who truly loves you. When your neighbor can tell you, get over it in love, that, that means, hey, get, get Jane, you might want to say it to a Janet right here. Just tell her. And Janet, you'd say it to Jane. Get over it. Whatever's going on in life, let's leave 2022 in 2022. Can somebody say amen? Amen. It's time to leave what's in 2022 from 2022 in 2022. And let's move forward. Ephesians chapter 5 gives us amazing advice about our life. It says... Wake up. Somebody say, wake up. wake up. The apostle Paul is not talking to sleeping people physically. He's speaking to people who are sleeping through life. Mundane, same thing, safe traffic jam, same food, same vanilla ice cream, same old thing every day, same thing. He's talking to people who are doing nothing different. He says, wake up. Because you can spend years awake but sleepwalking. He says, wake up. Sleeper, arise. Somebody say arise. Arise. The word arise means self initiated action. I said, okay, wake up, arise. What's going on here? So I looked in, I looked right here and said, the word arise means self-initiated action. Nothing, right here, arise. How many of you have ever woken up but did not arise? Some of you are here this morning. You woke up, but you're, you're, you're not here. You're watching online this morning. You woke up, but you haven't, you didn't Arise. He says, arise. People love making New Year's resolutions. They wake up. They wake up. New Year's Day. I got New Year's resolution. And there's nothing wrong with that. That's good. I'm going to drop 50 pounds. I'm going to go to the gym every day. I'm going to fill in the blank. Whatever that is, I'm going I'm to do. But then they go back to sleep for a whole new year. They woke up but they didn't arise. He says, wake up. Arise. And then he says right here, and then he says, Christ will shine upon you. Right? Where's that at right here? See that right here? Christ will give you light. That's that's an amazing thing. Christ will shine upon you means he will give out light exposure. He will show us the things that we've been doing wrong. He will show us the things that we've been doing good. He will show us the things that we need to change in our life. Our bad decisions, our bad behavior, from self-pity to anger, maybe laziness, wrong company, and the money we've been spending that we should have been saving. We got an honest sister up in the house. Can someone say amen? I like you. He says, wake up, arise. But then here's what's wrong right here. Once you wake up and you arise, you got to be careful how you walk away from the bed. And I might be talking about your physical bed that you just got up, but I might be talking about the bed that you've been sleeping in all year long. Wake up and arise and be careful how you walk away. In this life, the bed that you've been sleeping in all last year. Your life is like your bed, your lifestyle, your habits. And God says, walk away from the, from the bad. Walk away. Because last year came down to one thing. One thing. Last year came down to one thing. Twelve months, it's called time. Somebody say time. 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 How do you say time in Spanish? Tiempo. Tiempo. It's all about tiempo, time. Now, we have 12 months ahead of us. And it says, do not be unwise, but be, what's that word? Wise, wise. thank you, wise. Don't be unwise, but be wise. The word wise meaning wisdom. Somebody say wisdom. Wisdom. The word wisdom means applied knowledge. Applied knowledge. Wisdom is different than knowledge and understanding. Knowledge is information. Understanding is comprehension. But wisdom is application. God didn't say, arise and walk with knowledge. He said, arise. Because you already have so much knowledge, the teaching and preaching that we got all last year from myself to Pastor Pepe, from Pastor Barb to Matt and Amanda, the good word that we got, uh, it should be enough knowledge for us to come up here. Anyone should be able to come up here and preach a small sermon, give a Bible study, tell someone about Jesus. Can somebody say amen? amen? All the knowledge that we got should be enough to know what to do and how to live and what the Bible says and it should be enough. But maybe, just maybe, we're stuck with some habits and we got some things that we're still working on. And we need some application this year. Maybe we need maybe we need wisdom this year. Why? Look what it says. Redeeming the time. I want to go back to that verse. Can we go back to the verse, Mateo? By the way, can you give Mateo a hand? He's, he's, our, he's only, yeah, I... It's amazing. Mateo is only... Uh, 12 years old and he's already got the clicker, clicker down. Go back from redeeming the time. Let's go back a few verses right oh, re- Okay, let's go back one more verse please. One more verse. It says, See then that you walk circumspectly, not as fools, but wise Why? Wise. So what's the next verse? Redeeming the time because the days are evil. Redeeming the time because the days are evil. The days are evil, it means days are short. That's what evil means. The days are... Time is short. We don't got much time. We don't got much time to live. A hundred years. For some people, 110. We, got much, we don't got much time. Right? Time is short. Ecclesiastes 12 right here says, Remember also your creator in the days of your youth before the evil days come and the years draw near of you which you will say I have no pleasure in them. He says, wake up. Because you're gonna you're gonna die. The reality is we're all gonna die, time is short. I would say let that be our motivator. Years go by. Time is short. Years ago, I was taught, when God tells me to do something and I don't do it, just ask myself the next question, how long will I be dead? When God asks me to do something, Pastor Carlos, I want you to do this and I don't do it. Next question I say, how long will I be dead? I like what our brother Luke says in the back who does our sound. He says, you know, sleep is for the grave. That's why he's up all day, all night. Sleep is for the grave. I had to make sure I said Luke in the back because if I would have said Luke, people would have been like, it says that Luke? I never saw it. I said, Sleep for the grave. <laughs> he says, wake up. Maybe there's something you've always wanted to do. Maybe, maybe there's a, a cruise you want to go on. Maybe there's something cool in life you've always wanted to do, but you always want to go to Jerusalem. There's something, but maybe something more important than that, you've, God has put something on your heart that you've always wanted to do. You've always wanted to be a missionary. You've always wanted to do something. You wanted to lead a Bible study. Maybe you want to lead a family member to Jesus Christ. There's something you've always wanted to do. And I can't imagine going to heaven and never been able to do those things. I can't imagine going to heaven. I can't imagine us going to heaven and we never told someone about Jesus. I can't imagine stepping through the pearly gates. And some family members right there, they come on, let's go. And Jesus says, I never knew you. Time is short. Redeem the time. Redeeming the time. It's a horrible thing when somebody goes through life and they say, I was never able to do that. You know, I want to throw this in there beginning of the year. God wants me to encourage you to trust Him with your finances. That way we don't have to live paycheck to paycheck. But I'm going to tell you: every time you do trust out your finances, Satan will be right there to put fear in you and to stop you from trusting God. And the devourer will have your money, and then we won't be able to do the things that we want to do. You ever hear someone say, "I I, I don't have the money. I don't have the money to give. I don't have." They'll never have the money. God doesn't work with money. God works with decisions. God works with desires. God doesn't say, I will, I will give you what you got money to pay for. No, God says, I will give you the desires of your heart. See, God works with decisions. The decisions that we make, he says, I can work with that. The desires that we have, God says, I can work with that. You acknowledge me, and I'll do the rest. Desire means you're passionate. You're committed. Is that how bad you want to lose 50 pounds? Are you committed? Are you, de- you desire it that much that you want to see somebody come to Christ that you know in your heart is not right with God? Do you des- is that the desire you have? You're passionate? You know, God desired a relationship with us so bad that he sent his one and only son. God says, you, you acknowledge me and I'll cover the rest. It's an amazing thing that Jesus not only did he pay the price but he was the price. That's a beautiful thing. What's your desire? Redeem the time. The days are evil. The days are short. Live with passion. Take opportunity. Redeeming time also means which is this is an amazing thing. It also means taking back time. Time lost. You ever feel like you wasted time? I wasted so much time. All I did was sit in my house all year long. I wasted so... Redeeming the time means you can get back some time. Lost time. Verse 17 says, Therefore do not be unwise or foolish. So redeem the time. Then he goes to right here. Bam! Don't be unwise or foolish. So if wise means to apply knowledge, then foolish means what? To get knowledge and don't apply it. Right? So God, in a way, is saying there's some educated fools. Educated people, but they're very foolish. It's like a smoking doctor. They're out there. They're educated, educated. They got a lot of knowledge, but they're outside smoking something that they tell you not to do. There's a difference between knowledge and wisdom. Hey, I I want knowledge, but God, give me your wisdom. Give me your wisdom. A foolish person can have it all of knowledge. But then he says right here, find what the Lord will is for your life. So be wise. Don't be foolish. Find out what the Lord's will is for your life. Boom. So we stop wasting our time. You're like, Pastor, what is the Lord's will for my life? How do I how do I know what the Lord? I'm gonna tell you right now if you wanna. I preached a series called Purpose. Y'all remember purpose? I preached a series called Purpose. You go back and watch that series or come and speak to me. God can show you what, your, what, your, what His plan is for your life. It was an amazing series. Purpose. God, what, what's my purpose? He says, find out what the Lord wills for your life so you can stop wasting time doing a bunch of stuff that's wasting your time, your gifts, your talents, because the will of God is supposed to come first in your life. The will of God is supposed to take your schedule first, not everything else. Not ballet, baseball, gymnastics, and then God. It's God first and then everything else. The will of God shows us who to hang with who not to hang with. I know it's tough because I got family members who I love and people that they want me to hang with them but you know I can't how can two walk together if they don't agree and sometimes I know it's tough but even Jesus even Jesus left his family and went with the chosen. Some of you had to leave your family this morning and you're here church alone. Jesus knows how you feel. And then he says right here out of nowhere it was like he it was like he was busy he was right on, he's like hey, he's just writing all this stuff and he says right here throws this in there don't get drunk with it got real quiet for a second there i'm getting nervous he says don't get drunk with wine interesting you know it's crazy you know back in pa- back in the apostle paul's day you know now i'm not sure if there was methamphetamine because i'm not sure if they were that advanced but you know they had herbs and all kinds of stuff you know, in and the and, and Apostle Paul's day, they had drugs, right? There was, there was drugs, cocaine, and who knows what else was out there. But you know what's crazy to me, and I'm not saying the Apostle Paul grew opium, okay? That's not what I'm saying here. But it's crazy to me as people, as American citizens, as people of the world, we, we outlaw all those things, but yet we legalize the very thing Pastor, the Apostle Paul says, be careful for Can I get an amen? amen? He says, be careful right here. Don't get drunk with wine. I believe because it's subtle. I believe, you know, you take a hit of cocaine and bam, you're like, whoo, right? I grew up around this stuff, man. You take, you, you take a hit of reefer and all of a sudden you're seeing colors and you start writing music like the Beatles. You start, and everybody's cool. You're like, whoa, everybody's so nice and the world is so... Beautiful, but alcohol, one, two, three. Next thing you know, you're drunk. He says, be careful, don't get drunk with wine. Actually, the Apostle Paul is really saying, don't don't take anything that's going to cause you to act differently Or that's destroying your time. That's destroying your time. I've known people who will sit in a house with other people doing drugs for months, wasting their time. And the only time they come out is to get a snack. And they go back in, and their life is being wasted. That's what it comes down to. Any habit that controls your time, your life is stealing your life. It doesn't have to be drugs or alcohol. It could be video games. Whatever that thing is, the word redeem, like the scripture redeem, means to own back, to take back time, to take it back again this year. So I want to encourage you don't allow anything or anyone to control your time that's not a part of God's purpose for your life. Don't allow anything or anyone or anybody. The three A's anything, anyone, or anybody. Say it with me: anything, anyone, or anybody; anything, anyone, or anybody; anything, anyone, anybody. I'm gonna start writing a song. Let's be our new worship song. Don't allow anything, anyone, or anybody take your time, but God. No, I'm joking. We're not gonna sing that song. But I'm being serious. Don't allow anything, anyone, or any to take your time. That's outside of God's purpose for your life. That has nothing to do with God's will. Whatever you're doing with your time, that's your life. Anything that consumes your time is consuming your life. We need to control and take back. Redeem the time. I hope someone here this morning said, "You know, <coughs> like my daughter Arabella." <coughs> excuse me, it was a beautiful thing to see her. She said, "Daddy, I got a, I got a list of stuff that I'm going to do this year." And from six in the morning <laughs> to about I think nine o'clock at night, she had a list of things that she's going to do every hour. She's only six years old. That was amazing. It was beautiful. But pastor, I want, to read my whole, I want to read the whole Bible this year. Awesome. You can do it. Control the time. Pastor, I want to be involved in church. When the church starts, oh, praise God. That's amazing. That just made my day. But most importantly, that means God's day. Control the time. Pastor, I will be in church every Sunday. Awesome. You can do it. Control the time. Take back time. Redeem the time. The Apostle Paul says also in Colossians 4, 5, it says, walk in wisdom toward those who are outside. What's that word? Redeeming the time. He says, walk through life out. The, the people outside right there means those who are a part of God's kingdom, those who are the unbelievers. He says, walk with them wisely. Because what? They will steal your time. They will take, they will suck the time out of you. They will will take your time. Next thing you know, you're doing all this other stuff. Instead of what God wants you to do, they will take your time. He says, walk wisely with them, redeeming the time. The devil, the world, will do anything to get your time. Because if it can get your time, it can get your life. We could even be doing good things that will keep us busy. And the devil knows how to get us working on things that God told us to never do. God says, I didn't tell you to do that. We're doing, well, God, this is a good thing. I'm doing a good thing. Just like was King Saul, who was doing a good thing. Samuel came and he said, hey, what's that? What do I hear there? What's going on? You're not supposed to. He said, hey, this is a good thing. The prophet Samuel said, hey, Saul, it's better to obey than to sacrifice. It's better to obey God's word than to worship. There's a lot of people worshiping God, but they ain't obeying. There's a lot of people doing good things, but they're not doing what God told them to do. You guys hearing me this morning? They're all good things. You want to know how to protect your time? Something I learned a long time ago. This is something that my brother Luke helped me out with too. Write it down. You want to know how to protect your time? Find out what your purpose is. You do find out what your purpose is and you do your purpose, you ain't going to waste your time. If you're not doing what God's told you to do, you're wasting your time. Your purpose will protect you from doing good things to start doing the right things. Mm-hmm. Hope that makes sense. Your purpose will help you to not just do good things, but you will do the right things. This year I promise you, I I promise you, I promise you all kinds of deals. All kind of deals are going to come across your table. Right here. They're going to come. Right here. All kind of deals are going to be made. To do this, to do that. To move here, to go there. All kind of deals. The question I have is, is it getting you closer to God or further from God? Is it getting you closer to God's people in his house or further from him? There's an old song that says, the devil's trying to kill me. I think they have it wrong. I think he's trying to kill your time. So I pray that we're wise with knowledge. We're wise with the time God has given us. I want to go to Proverbs 16. It says right here, Proverbs 16. Don't lose me right here. This is, I'm telling you right here, that when, this, when I read this, this really just popped out to me. Proverbs 16. The preparation of the heart belonged to man, but the answer of the tongue is from the Lord. Who here is reading NIV? Who has an NIV on them? May I get your NIV real quick? This is the New King James Version. The preparations of the heart belong to man, but the answer of the tongue is from the Lord. The NIV says, to humans belong the plans of the heart, but from the Lord comes the proper answer of the tongue. Thank you. This verse is saying, God does not plan your life So when people say, well, it's just what God planned. No, it says right here, God does not plan your life. You plan your life. Proverbs 19.21 says, There are many plans in a man's heart. Nevertheless, the Lord's counsel that will stand is saying we should make our plans based on God's purpose for our life. But I want to go back to verse 16 when it's talked about the tongue, like it said right here, uh, but the answer of the tongue is from the Lord. I looked into that. It's right here, it's saying God will give us dreams and ideas they are going to be very big, we need to write them down, but God is going to have the last say. It's it's God who's going to make it happen. To man belongs the plans. God gives you the desire. God's giving you the passion. God's giving you the dream. He's giving you the vision for the new year. I'm gonna drop 50 pounds and I'm gonna help people who are in need, and I'm gonna whatever it is, God's giving you the vision, He's giving you the desire, He's gonna write it down, put it on paper. Put the goal on paper. Write it down. Proverbs sixteen three says, Commit your works to the Lord, and your thoughts will be established. Commit your works to the Lord, and your thoughts will be established. Well, Pastor, I've always wanted, a, I've always wanted to run a ministry. I've always wanted to do this in my life. Commit your thoughts to the Lord... And your thoughts will be established. So, as I get ready to close, get your goals and plans from God, put them on paper, and they'll be established. Meaning, God won't allow you to fail, God will make sure you succeed. It doesn't say how long or short it's gonna take. I wish I could stand up here and say, hey, you do this, by next year, you're going to be a millionaire. That's not what I'm saying. I don't know how long or short this is going to take. But what's amazing, it does guarantee results. Some of us went through some really hard times in 2022. I don't want to point anybody out, but there's some people here this morning. 2022 was a very hard year. A very tough year. But I'm here to tell you God says I can I can re- I can redeem the time. We could take back time. God can turn a mistake. How about this? God can turn a big mistake into a big miracle. God could take our dreams, our hopes. He could take a wonder and make it wonderful. God can do that. Verse 9 says in Proverbs 16, 9, it says, A man's heart plans his way, but the Lord directs his steps. Wow, that's beautiful. A man's heart plans his way, Bill Cole is planning his way, but by the grace of God, the Lord is directing his steps. Our sister Maria is planning her way, but by the grace of God, the Lord is directing her steps. Our sister in the back is planning her way, but by the grace of God, he's directing her steps. My heart, my prayer is that your heart is with God. Because if it's connected to God, the Spirit of God will direct your steps. See, if your heart is connected to this world, if your heart is connected to money, if your heart is connected to anything else but God, God cannot direct your steps. But if your heart is connected to God, God will direct your steps. And it might not be easy. I think of Joseph in the Bible. Joseph had this dream, right? He's excited. He goes and tells his brothers, guess what, guys? One day I'm going to be king. And I think he threw in, and you guys are going to bow to me too. All of you guys. They didn't like that. And next thing you know, His clothes are getting torn off. He had no clue the steps. Because God, he wants to show you your destiny. He can show you your purpose, but he will never show you the plan. I was really praying about this, and I wanted to make sure I was saying this correctly. And the reason why is because the purpose is in the end. But the plan is the process, and God will not show you the process and the plan, because if we know the process and the plan, we're, going, we're not going to want the purpose anymore. If Joseph would have known everything that happened to him, I don't think he would have wanted, I think he would have said, you know what, dad, you can keep this coat, I'm not going to say anything about this dream, I'm going to go be a shepherd. But Joseph was connected to God, and while Joseph was in the pit, and I think about this, being in a pit, you're in the pit, you're eating in the pit, you're using the restroom in the pit, you're in a pit, that was just another step to God's purpose, to God's promise. And then you think about it too. I thought about this while we were at dinner the other night. Can you imagine him getting out? They got him tied up. He smells. He stinks. He's behind a camel. And they say camels when they use the restroom. it's a lot. That's all I'm going to say. He's walking behind a camel. And then he's Stepping in, camel. What is that thing in your life right now that got you tied up? What's that camel in your life? What's that pit? What is that thing that you're saying right now? You see, you're, about to, you're about to give it all up. You're about to leave the will of God, the purposes of God, It's another year. We've done this before. No, 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 no. God says it's a new year. He wants to do a new thing. What's that thing that you're walking in that's just another step to God's purpose in your life? What is it? What is that thing? God gave you a dream. You're just taking another step. I have a dream to see my unfaithful family. I have a a dream to see my daughter saved. I have a dream. What is that dream? What is that thing that you keep? It's just another step to God's promise, to that vision that you have, that dream that you have, that goal that you have. What is it? Psalms 31.15 says, My times are in your hand. My time." My time, my hundred years on earth, my time, my 35, whatever, my 40 years on earth, my time is in your hands. Church, if I die next week, my time was in his hands. My time is in your hands. I like right here, and from those who persecute me, verse 16, make your face, meaning favor, make your favor shine upon your servant. Save me for your mercy's sake. Do not let me be ashamed. He's asking God, don't let me be ashamed. Oh Lord, for I have called upon you. Wouldn't it have been embarrassing if Joseph would have told his brothers, you know, guys, I have, God gave me this dream and vision. One day I'm going to be king, and it didn't happen. Wouldn't that have been embarrassing? Let me tell you what David is saying right here. Whatever you're doing for God is important to God. And whatever you're going through, whatever your purpose is, it's part of God's will, it's part of God's pride. God also has a reputation to hold up, and he's not going to allow you to fail. So whatever that thing is that God has put on your heart, whatever that dream, that goal that you have, God says, I'm not going to allow it to fail. I have a reputation. Whatever it is, he's not going to allow you to be put ashamed. Right here it says, don't let me be ashamed, O Lord, for I have called upon you. So I, as I close, I want you this morning to awake. To those who are watching online this morning, I pray to God you didn't fall asleep while I was preaching this sermon. I pray to God. I want you to awake. I want you to arise. Use your time for his purpose. And watch God in 2023 turn your wonder, and I promise he will, to wonderful. Amen. Let's bow our heads. Thank you, Heavenly Father. Thank you, Lord. It's so good to see everyone here this morning. What a blessing it is to preach the gospel of Jesus Christ. What an honor it is to serve God with you guys. Every single one of you here, brothers and sisters. None of us in this place are perfect. That's why we are here this morning. The church is a hospital. We are here to be honest. We are here to... To, to, to lay, out, lay, lay our, our sins at his feet. Maybe this morning you say, you know, Pastor Carlos, I want to start the new year off right. I want to give my life to Jesus. I want to repent of my sin. I want forgiveness. I'm here to testify that, that I have received that forgiveness. I have received that forgiveness. I have received the salvation of God. And God says, I'm here to offer that to you. And yes, we talked about writing things down. And I want to encourage you. I encourage you this week to to set some time aside and start writing some goals down. Write it on paper. Write it down. What are the goals? what's What's the vision for this year? For my life? For our church? And let God direct your steps. You're here this morning, you're not right with God. No one's looking around. This is between you and God. Say, Pastor Cross, so I'm not right with Jesus. Jesus is not living in my heart. If you were to die today, you know for a fact you would not make heaven your home. If you were to stand before the Creator, if you were to stand before Jesus Himself, the One who died for your sins, if you were to stand before Him... Would your name be written in the Lamb's book of life? Would your name be written in his book? Would he open the book and say, there he or she is? Well done, good and faithful servant. Not perfect, but well done, faithful servant. Or would he say the words no one should ever hear? Depart from me for I never knew you. This morning, none of us have to hear that word. Well done. Good and faithful servant. That's you this morning. You say, Pastor, I'm not right with God. No one's looking around. It's between you and God. You want to ask Jesus into your heart. You just raise your hand. Just lift your hand to heaven. Amen. God sees that hand. God sees that hand. Anyone else? Anyone else? Raise your hand this morning. God sees that hand. Amen. Hallelujah. God sees that hand. Hallelujah. Honest hearts in this place. Pastor Carlos, I'm not right with God. I'm living in sin. Raise your hand. Just raise your hand. God sees these hands. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. God sees that hand. You're watching online with us this morning. You're not right with God. Wherever you're at, in your car, your, your, whatever, wherever, wherever you're at, don't matter. You say, I want to give my life to Jesus. We're going to pray in just a moment. with the apostle Paul says I I have not attained all this yet you know but this is what we're striving for we're we're walking towards the goal I haven't got it yet I'm not there yet so a lot of things in my life that's I'm I'm, 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 messed up but walking striving I'm not giving up rose your hand this morning, you'd like to pray, ask Christ into your life, we're going to do that right now. So I'd ask all of us in this moment, if we could all stand to our feet as we dismiss, we could all stand to our feet this morning as we pray and ask God to come into our heart and our life. This morning, I'd like my brother Matt to uh, lead us through the sinner's prayer as we repeat with our brother this morning, whatever the Lord puts on his heart. The Bible says if you confess with your mouth and believe in your heart, you will be saved. And I don't want anyone walking up out of here after praying this prayer, if you pray this prayer, to feel or think that they are any less than anything. You are a child of God. And he who in the sun sets free is free indeed. This morning you can walk away free in Jesus' name. So be free as we pray this morning with our brother. Amen.
0: Father God. Father God. I know that I do not deserve you. But I know that through your grace... You have given me an opportunity to know you. And I know that sin will continue to crouch at my door. But I know that you have overcome all things. I accept the grace that you have given me. And I accept your lordship over my life. Make me new. Make me whole. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen.
1: Let's give the Lord a clap offering this morning. Amen. Thank you, Lord. (laughs) Hallelujah. I know it's it's cold outside, I know the snow is out there, you know. But can I just say we need the snow, we need the water. But most importantly, we need Jesus this year. And I pray and I pray to God that each and every one of you, by next year, next year, the things that you wrote down this week, the goals and the dreams, you'll be able to come to me next year and you say, Pastor, he directed my steps. And because of him, I accomplished everything that he gave me. Who's with me? Amen. 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 Let's bow our heads. Dear Heavenly Father, thank you for this beautiful morning. We thank you for life. We thank you even through death. Through the good and through the bad. Everything that happened last year, Lord, we bury it and we give it to you. Lord, I know there are things in life that will come into 2023 from 2022. But, Lord, I pray it would only get us closer to you and that you could use whatever that is to glorify your name and your purpose and your kingdom. And, Lord, I pray, God, that we as a people would keep our eyes focused on the cross, the vision of the church, the purpose, the plan that you have for us, and that is to go into all the world and to share your gospel to this lost and dying world. God, that we would never be so consumed with ourselves that this would never become a club, that our church is open and will be open to every single person, no matter their color, where they're from, or who they are, that your love would go forth, families would be touched, children would come to know you, and your kingdom would be built on this earth through us as we all strive to make heaven our home. The blood of Jesus over our church, the blood of Jesus over this word. I pray we all redeem the time. The time that we have left. We thank you, we praise you. Your name be glorified. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. Amen. Be blessed this morning, church. Thank you.
4: Oh, when he rolls up his sleeves, he can't just put it on the ritz. Our God awesome God. There's thunder in his footsteps and lightning in his bliss. Our God
2: awesome God.
4: The Lord wasn't joking when he kicked him out of Eden. It wasn't for no reason that he shed his blood. His return is very close and so you better be believing that our God is an
2: awesome God.
4: into the darkness and created the light our god is an awesome god judgment and wrath he poured out on sodom the mercy and grace he gave us at the cross i hope that we have not too quickly forgotten that our god is an awesome god our god